Hello and welcome to Tipsy VP, episode 12, March 2019, a weekly show where we share tips and tricks on how to improve your social media. Tipsy VP is brought to you by Virtual Peddlers Marketing, the digital marketing agency that helps small businesses go digital. This week's weekly tipsy: how to convert online sales, online leads, <laughs> how to convert online leads into sales. There is an inherent challenge with many marketers today that think money alone can buy customers. They will put up a bunch of money on an ad platform, wait for leads to come in, and expect them to immediately buy from you on their first text. You've had that, right? <laughs> a lot of time. So many times we see our clients lose potential customers because they do not practice the art of selling in a human way. If a potential customer asks for a price, they will be provided and just leave the conversation hanging until the buyer comes back to them. And if the buyer don't come back to them, they will just consider that as a lost lead. Um, some companies set up automated system, uh, automated sales funnels that convert the entire process into jargons and numbers that the people managing them lose perspective of its entire meaning. We have also seen this before. Sales funnels, you know, the whole capture, the whole funneling, the whole lead, the whole... Very systemized. All full of jargons and all full of bombastic words. But at the end of the day, they forget. When we are selling, we are selling from a human to a human. So today we list out a few simple ways for businesses to convert leads into sales in a human way. Number one, understand their problems. So many salespeople are focused on making potential buyers understand their products that they forgot buyers come to them with a problem to be solved. We, if we focus on understanding the buyer's problems instead, we can find sometime, sometimes uh, some things that fit their needs. Mm -hmm. And it may not be the product that you are promoting today, but by doing it this way, your buyer becomes an advocate and will tell you how you help solve their problem. Mm -hmm. So this is true because we have seen in so many ways, in so many places, that whenever someone wants to sell you something, they will start talking about how cool it is, what is the function and all the features it has, and why is it so cool and everything like that. And they forget that the reason why I, I want to buy it is because I have a problem that I want to solve. Mm -hmm. Like the other day, I went to uh, look for an air purifier. Okay. So all air purifier, everybody who talks about air purifier talks about how much space it does, what kind of function it has, how many, how many fan it has, how many suction areas it has, how effective it okay. is, how, how many ionizer, blah, 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 everything like that. But none of them actually talks about problem that I have. Mm -hmm. I want an air purifier because I have a lot of construction around the house. My dogs are getting an allergic reaction because of the dust mm -hmm. and I just want to make sure my dogs don't keep getting allergic mm -hmm. reactions. And okay. a lot of people also have this when they are I buying think, something. I think it's just an, okay, like the core problem is solved. Now I just want to add more, more functions so that you seem like it's an added value kind of. Uh, how to say it, the decision bias making. Not necessarily. Like, all air purifier should purify air one. Yeah, but but have you had a salesperson? Mm -hmm. Have you spoken to a salesperson? Then instead of tell you, start asking you questions first. Sorry again. Come again. Instead of telling you uh -huh. what they have, begin by asking you a lot of questions first. You you ask me a lot of questions. Uh. Usually a salesperson I met lah, lucky uh. yeah, thankfully I still like that uh. They ask me questions first lah. Okay, uh. that is that is. Some that is good because I don't I have you face it? I haven't I haven't met a single salesperson in a very long time that come up and ask me questions first before trying to sell me anything. 
Ah, okay. Like for example, if if a brand is marketing a product, right? And I respond to them based on that product and they will just keep talking oh, about that wait, product. Digitally or face-to-face? Digitally and face-to-face. Oh, okay. For face-to-face, they ask. But for digitally, my experience, some they should just throw me the information. All the information and then they <laughs> see what happens. So then I say, okay, I'll let you yes, make your own decision. <laughs> because I think it's, they, they, they're lazy with type. Lah. Therefore, mm. they copy paste, 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 paste. Yeah. The standard template of answer, you know. No, no human interaction. <laughs> Don't have at all. Yep. So yeah, I guess that's why you get this kind of message. I guess, yeah. I guess that's why. <laughs> Which I find takes away that whole personal human feeling. Yeah, the human. a barrier. Ma. Yeah. You're not looking at the person's no, but, soul. But you can actually go, you can actually do this online and still be human about it. But a lot of companies rely on automation. Mm. And automation is all... Automation? Uh, yes or no. Yeah, yes <laughs> or no. Standard replies, FAQs, documentations, white papers, and all the kind of things. And you know, I put you all the information, you consume yourself. <laughs> yeah. Right, uh, read yourself. Ah, uh, you go read yourself and uh, you come back to me if you're interested. Ah, uh, correct. So I think now is now this is the business plan for the mentality. Yeah. All right. Next up will be <clears throat> provide alternatives. When a potential buyer responds to your ad, it means they are somewhat interested. Yes. If they do not reply you after you told them about the price, maybe it's too expensive. This is where you start asking questions and give suggestions back to them. Try suggesting a cheaper alternative. We know that sometimes it will cost you more to acquire that customer if they buy a cheaper product. But if we start calculating the ROI per customer like that, we're all doomed. Exactly. This is quite true because it is, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people just... Boom. It's, like, it's like you're talking to someone and then you give him one fact and you end the conversation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, hi, how are you? Good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and have you experienced before... This is especially true in in digital marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if if I ask, if you ask me, what is the price of this thing, and I tell you this is you the get. price, and then you tell me back, oh, that's too expensive, and I'll say, okay, thank you, bye. <laughs> Instead, I could have said, okay, um, what is the budget? What are you looking for? Uh, would you prefer these ones instead? Or in the next month, we're running a promo on certain certain products mm-hmm. that may not be exactly what you're looking for, but it will serve the purpose somewhat. All right, yeah. Would you be interested in that I one? I think a lot of people just don't like to type and reply things. No, I don't know. think so. I don't think it's because of that. I think it's because of this uh, instant gratification. Oh, instant mentality. customer. Yes, instant <laughs> customer. They don't want to work okay, to, to convert them. They hope that everything will be converted by the time it reaches them. Yeah. So they hope that the conversion is automatic. So this this reliance of automation has kind of changed the way they Our perceive behavior, yeah. business behavior. Business people and you know salespeople perceive what automation is. Mm. Automation gets you the lead, but you still gotta work to, right. to convert them into clients. I think this is a bigger this is a big problem. Okay, this is a common mm. problem for small businesses. Big businesses they actually know the gameplay. Therefore, they actually have like people like customer service or customer relationship. I actually to talk to them. I actually disagree with you because um most of these experiences I have are with big, big customers. Agent. Okay, yeah. all right. They are big, with big customers. Big customers who only have like uh, an SOP. Mm-hmm. And oh, so once they, just, they, they don't the fall SOP. within the SOP, right? Then they're like, okay, this one is a lost cause. Don't mm-hmm. waste time on this one. Go to the next one. That, that kind of thing. They, they're not focused on building relationships anymore. I guess they don't want to build too many relationships because they really built the important relationship with the important people already. Maybe, I don't know. 
What Maybe do you think? We are small buyers. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, long. Ah, yeah, you want fifty bucks stuff? Uh, fifty Aye, cents stuff? Let's also want fifty bucks stuff. Yeah. Next is we put them in a mailing list. Sometimes the buyer isn't buying, not because they are not interested, but they don't have the urgency to do it. Yep. Uh, the last thing we want to do is create a false sense of urgency by providing fake deadlines. Have you experienced that before? Yes. Oh, you better buy this by today or else all the promo will be gone and be all sold out. Because when you do that and they find out if it's not true, you will lose a lot of brand appeal. Mm -hmm. And people will find out because people talk to people. Imagine if someone, if I want to buy something and I was, I was forced, I was not forced, but I was pressured to buy because of a certain deadline that a salesperson told me. The deadline was supposed to be end of today and two days later you buy for the same price, I will be on social media and complaining so much about you. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, with Let's say, um, it, instead what you can do is, um, you can ask if they're okay being placed in a mailing list. Mm -hmm. If they use Messenger, if you're using Messenger, just ask them if uh, they would like to be informed when you have new, new promotions. promotions. Okay. Then ensure them that they can easily unsubscribe anytime if they feel like you're being too annoying. Mm -hmm. Then you can occasion not all the time but occasionally feed them some information on what's going on promo all these kind of things so that um eventually when they come to a point where they want to make a purchase you are there to receive that purchase from them yeah uh with a subscription you can send them periodicals uh that you feel that they may be interested in if your product requires more information like for example if your kind of product requires a lot of decision-making process, mm -hmm. like for example, if you're comparing buying a chewing gum and buying a car, okay, yeah. right? A chewing gum, the only thing you decide on is the flavor. That's yeah. it, right? When you're buying a car, you think about a lot of stuff. What kind of mileage it gives you? How much it is? What is the resale value? Uh, uh, you know, all these kind of things. Then insurance you provide them, and yeah, insurance and everything. Uh, what is the, the safety? The reliability. Yeah, reliability. <coughs> so... If your product requires more information, educate them without being hard sell, which means you just give them all the information you, uh, they need without asking them to buy anything from you. So remember also that a potential customer needs to see your brand at least seven times before making a purchase decision. Nobody sees one ad the first time and immediately buy from a brand they don't know. They would have seen an ad from somewhere they would have known it from somewhere. It would have had a very strong branding all their lives or somewhere. Then they will make the decision to buy that new model, trusting that the brand, like for example, if the Ali bubble tea. Yeah, <laughs> let's say for example, the Ali bubble tea, right? You probably see it for so many times before you go out and buy you it. Actually buy it yeah. You don't see it the first time and say, okay, I want this. You need to have at least three or four people to say that it's damn good. Then you're like, okay, damn, it's damn good. So I'll go buy it. Like if you buy a pair of shoes from Nike or New Balance, let's say, um, those brands have been there forever. You might jump on the first model that comes out because it looks nice, but you trust the brand because yep. the brand has existed for damn long. Correct. You can you won't let's say for example, if you see one shoe by the brand of Chuck Ite, <laughs> you won't okay. go and buy the first time three hundred bucks for one shoe. You won't go and buy the first time. You need yep. to establish a brand name first. Yep, your identity, your credit, your credentials. Like yeah, credentials, credibility first, right? Yep. All right, next. Research them and use them. Obtaining customer information is effortless today. If you run an ad on Facebook, people who respond to you will most likely to have a Facebook account. Even if the account is private, a simple search on other social media platforms will reveal some information about them. 
perhaps they could be a person with influential power among their peers. If that's the case, you can easily convert them into KOL by collaborating with them. If they are big on Instagram, make them post something about your product. If they are working on an industry your brand relates to, get them to talk about it. I think this is good. This is like totally <clears throat> maximizing the use of your leads. Correct. correct there yeah. are more ways to use your leads than just to sell them the exact thing that they want. Uh, they come here talking about. If they are not interested... Exchange in value. Yeah. If they're not interested and they happen to be someone who is... Who is important to you in a different way, then you can use them in a different way. Use them. Like, not, not use <laughs> them, but collaborate with them in a different way. <laughs> so, there is, the, the idea here is to spend about five minutes to just, you know, key in that person's username the in all the platforms, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, to see who are they, what they do. And if all of a sudden they are like interested, like for example, there was one guy who, who, um, who responded to a, uh, to one of our clients uh, spray paint campaign okay all right right and with the simple research we found out that this guy was a was a guy whose hobby is mm -hmm. using spray paints to 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 do home improvement stuff mm -hmm. for his house for his car for his all the kind of stuff and collaborating with this person would you know this person may not be the person who immediately become our clients to their clients to buy the spray paints from him but if the, the client would have given him a bunch of spray paints and mm -hmm. use him as a collaborator to do some art, then it would take a different It would be an exchange one. It would definitely be an exchange one. Yeah, there would be an exchange one. And he would be able to influence his, his peers or his group or his followers on yeah. using that, that brand of spray paint. So that would be a greater uh, way of it. Or that the client would have just seen the, the message respond and treat it as just a respond and forget about it and the collaboration would just never happen. Well, it be, the chances are because some of the business owners, they see profit too heavy. Yeah, and, and they are too short-sighted, I think, also, as well. They do not focus on going in the long term. Expansion in another method. Though. Yeah. It's not just about pouring money. Yeah. So, <laughs> the gist of it, this week's Weekly Tipsy, how to convert online sales, online leads into sales. Number one, understand their problems. Mm -hmm. Number two, provide alternatives. Number three, put them in a mailing list. And number four, research them and use them. That's all for Tipsy VP. Uh, Tipsy VP podcast is part of Social Media Weekly and it's available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and more. Our full videos are available on YouTube. We post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. This is Tipsy VP episode 12, March 2019. My name is Sean. My name is JK. Au revoir. Ayunara.